Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Do you remember the old kid's song that said, Nobody loves me, everybody hates me, gonna go out and eat some worms. Big, fat, juicy worms. Anyway, you know, sometimes you really do feel like nobody loves you. I have a friend that I have just met recently that lives alone. She doesn't have any friends or family because she has just moved here, and her only son passed away recently. Her parents had already been gone for a while, and she had been, um, her husband was deceased. She was a widow with, not that old, only in her 50s, and yet she had absolutely no cousins, no sisters or brothers. She had been an only child, and at holidays, she would just, you know, hopefully wait for someone to invite her to a dinner, or she would go to one at the church all alone, but that's the way she felt all alone, like she was starting over in life at 60 years old. There's one thing that we can know the older we get. We can make friends. We can be a friend. You don't have to bombard your way into someone's life. But when you have the opportunity to help someone or the opportunity just to pour a little love into somebody else's life, you will find that in order to have a friend, you need to be a friend, as the old saying goes. But it is very, very true. However, from the minute we were conceived in our mother's wombs, there is one who has loved us and has known us better than anyone else could ever, even our own parents, our own spouse, our own children, and that is our God himself. If you were to look just for scriptures on love, I can just tell you a few that after you have read these a few times, you will see you are indeed loved. 1 John 4.16 says, We know and rely on the love that God has for us, for God is love. And whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. How about 1 John 3.1? See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Or check out in the Old Testament, Zephaniah 3.17. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you, in his love. He will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. Can you imagine that God is rejoicing over you in song? I love that thought. Kind of like a mom rocking her little baby to sleep, singing words that maybe the baby doesn't even understand or even know what music is. But that contentment and that feeling never goes away. 1 John 4, 7 says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. I believe that people that don't even claim to be a Christian or any other faith, they still 
know and experience some kind of love in their life. But there is nothing greater than the love of God. You may love your spouse so much that you think you could never love anyone even more. And yet when you know God and He in powers you with his love. You have an everlasting, stronger love, and your marriage is cemented in a way that it never could be without God in it. And the same goes with your family and friends relationships. You may have great friends, or you may love your child to the moon and back and think that you couldn't possibly love them anymore. But when you realize your child is a gift from God, you know that not only you have experienced a great love, but an even greater love brings it all together in a more powerful way. First John 4.19 says, We love because He first loved us. I have learned to love God more and more because He, through the power of His Holy Spirit, drew me unto Him. The Lord appeared to us in the past, saying, this is Jeremiah 31, 3, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. Yes, even when we were sinners, God poured his love out upon us, and he still called us and waited for us to come running to him as he was already running to us. Psalm 86.15 reminds us, You, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God. You are slow to anger and abounding in love and faithfulness. Ephesians 2, 4, and 5 says, Because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in sin. And it goes on to say, It is by grace you have been saved. I know that I spent years in sin, purposely in sin, loving the sin, loving just drinking and smoking and running and playing and having nothing to do with God. And oh, I thought I was living and I thought I was cool. But when I had to finally one day face myself in the mirror, I realized all I had done was wasted years, ruined my life, my family's life, even my friend's. And you do have that impact on those that love you. Remember that it is by grace that you have been saved. So if you want to come to Christ, if you want this new life, if you want love abundantly, overlasting, overwhelming over everything you can name, there is one love that you can never outlove. And it is by the amazing grace of what God did at Calvary for us. He said, I so loved the world, I gave my only son, and whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And I know that that means also everlasting love because of these other scriptures. All of these prove that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. My friend, if you've never trusted in Christ, let that be this day that you say, God, I am lost. I need your love. I need something bigger than myself, more than me, better than what I have lived. And when you say that and truly mean it, allow him to to just step into your life. Allow the presence of the Holy Spirit to just lift you up and love you as he already has, but now he will show you 
And when we know that there are no angels, nor demons, nor anything in life, nothing in the present, nor the future, nor any powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything in all of creation that can separate us from the love of God. We find that we are empowered, we know we are loved, and we will never again be able to say that nobody loves me. God, right now, I pray for the one that is perhaps feeling unloved. I pray for the one that feels that even though they have family and friends and people all around them that do love them, that they are unable to love and to reciprocate what has been poured into them. Whichever way they are leaning right now, God, even if they just need a greater amount of love in their life, you right now, God, are working through the power of your Holy Spirit, drawing them unto you. I thank you, God, your arms are wrapped around them like a little baby. You are just rocking them in your arms. You are singing over them. You are letting them know how infinitely and everlastingly they are loved. I thank you, God, for the gift of love, for your grace, that when we come to you in sin, you trade us a new heart, a new life, a new motivation to live for you. And that's what I pray for my brother and sister that are listening right now. God bless you, my friends. I pray you will find that love and that you will purposely share it with others because God is love. And yes, you can't sing Nobody Loves Me Anymore. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thank you, my friends, for listening. And how about shining his light today? Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.